All right. I've got two guinea pigs wrestling behind me. Uh Uh-oh. And that is not a sexual innuendo. Oh, wait. Is this live now? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Dude, that would have been amazing if it was. Guineas. I I completely say that at a bar. Want to wrestle like a guinea pig? (laughs) Hey. I got two guinea pigs wrestling in my shorts. Wait, what? I think I did this wrong. Oh, Izzy, you're shaking your head at me already? Jesus. No, I'm, I am actually... We're 37 reading, seconds in. I'm reading He's, something about uh, glue that's absolutely false. Okay. I, I, too, feel strongly about glue literature. <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to do the intro, and I've got Please a special shout-out to my buddy uh, Gary Jones. Gary! With this one tonight, because he has been sitting in the uh, chat since... Five o'clock yesterday because he's bored he, out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've glued him there because he's in a leg brace, like something that needs a leg brace or something. I don't know. He took so, his knee, he put it through a, a ski slope, and then they returned it broken. No, the doctor put a slot in his butt and then reached down to his toes with some long thing and pulled a tendon all the way up his leg. So he's he's Jesus. feeling the pain. Ooh, I haven't yeah. had that since college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to call that something different. It cost more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I, maybe I've overshared. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe. I've said too much. The pulled hammy of internet radio. My name's Mike, and I'll be your host while we rub Ben Gay all over just to make sure we hit the right spot. I'm joined as always by my good friends, Izzy Swan of all things, IzzySwan.com. And my brother from another mother, Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Moonshot. Here. Hello, hello. Hello. Good evening or morning or something. 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 Whatever time of day you happen to be listening to this. Or not listening. All things. All the things. Yes. Yes, yes. Hey, guys. Mr. So picture Mike. frames are now called wall trays. Wall trays by Mike Laffey. <laughs> uh, what? Who is that prolific painter that had the the Bob the, Ross? No, 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 no. The the uh, it, the uh, starts with a K, right? Kirk. No, they had stalls and malls and things. They're very lifelike painted paintings when they were lit. Um. Uh, and and the point without his name is. The point without his name is that you should come up with mall kiosks called Mike's Trays and More. But the funny thing is, the more part are just more trays. I think I should call it um, Everything's a Tray. Everything's a Tray. <laughs> it could be, it could be uh, trays, trays, and more. Well, trays. you know how the you know how the old adage goes that you know when you have a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Well, apparently to me, everything looks like a tray. <laughs> so. But but you have tray that can both serve drinks, others that can serve serve drinks, and yet more that if held in the proper position could serve drinks. Well, I mean to be fair, some <laughs> of them aren't for serving; they're just for holding. That's true. That's true. So, and uh, yeah, so uh, the, the joke for those of you who uh, haven't seen the posts online, but basically I made a picture frame today 
And the the joke of it was, uh, look, Joel, I made a picture frame. It's not a tray. And then the more you look at it, the more it looks like a tray. So it's I apparently true. only make trays now. That's that's hey, why. You know so, what? You have to embrace your shtick. It's your thing. Embrace your trainus. That's a trainus. <laughs> I touched a trainus once. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you want uh, me to describe where it is? <laughs> I, how many knuckles in do you have to get before you find the trainus? Listen, trainus? it's not knuckles, it's wrists. But Oh yeah, it's true. Izzy, how are you, sir? Izzy. <laughs> Izzy, you've been in and up to the forearm. What I'm, you, not, I mean, I'm not exactly sure how I am at the moment. <laughs> I know how you are. <laughs> Doing all right, brother. Doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. I you, had a fun you... weekend. Um, one of my buddies stopped up for uh, a little while yesterday, which was really cool. Uh, we hung out for a little bit and chit-chatted that and bastard. talked about stuffs. <laughs> so... <laughs> We uh, he brought he brought a bandsaw jig up here, which was really cool. We played with that for a little bit. Yeah, yeah the last prototype of the bandsaw box, bandsaw jig, and yeah. uh, it was uh, uh, a mediocre success. There's nothing. It was a fine There's success. Tiny, tiny little adjustments. It was fine. Oh yeah. No, you know, the uh, what's the word? Um, world Average. Wasn't built, world wasn't built in a day, kind of thing. That's true. That's true. So, um, it it took it took six. Yeah, it's been uh, just six. It's been raining a lot. It raining a lot here. It is rained. That's it's, raining. it's raining right now. Is it, it really? Is. Yeah, Are you guys still in the rains? Uh, it's it was weird today. It rained really hard this morning, then kind of cleared off for a little while. It looked like the sun was going to poke out and do its thing, and then. It was more like a ha 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 then disappeared behind a cloud and started raining again. So Well, driving back from Izzy's last night, I had uh I it was it was actually very impressive how much water at certain points on I eighty five there there were. It was truly impressive to see that many cars hydroplaning all at the same time. The good news was everybody was smart enough to go the same direction as they skid. <laughs> so it was it was it was that probably recoverable. Has a bit more to do with physics than anything. Else. Yes, yes. I'm glad it wasn't in a bend. But we went through some, you know, there's some three, four inches of standing water in when people are trying to go sixty five miles an hour. And I don't care who you are or what kind of vehicle you have, uh, it's not a particularly uh fun thing to have happen. I, I even had to like pause my audiobook. Like well, I had to actually c- concentrate. I always, the, uh, I constantly, that, that, sorry, <clears throat> go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I constantly have to remind myself nothing grows without rain. There's a metaphor in there somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Including mold and fungus. <laughs> That's true too. <laughs> yeah. No, I got to, that. What Joel was just saying reminded me of a meme I saw once. It said, uh, I once got so high, I had to turn down the radio so I could taste my grilled cheese. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So I always, I always have to turn off the radio if I'm concentrating on looking for an address or something, because I can't hear what I see. Mm, That's yeah. That's probably about the same for everybody. Yeah. Like I, I have to like, like there's certain things now on, I don't mind long drive. I I don't mind going up to Izzy's because I like long drives and I'll, uh, I'll turn on a book. I'll put on a podcast. I'll do something. I listen, I'll listen for, um, I can go to probably about an hour and a half with the length of a movie or so. 
um, before I have to switch off and actually turn on some music and things and let my brain relax for a second. But I can't, and it's very funny because I can't do audiobooks or anything else in the shop because I'm actually, I have to use critical thinking, but, and I think we've mentioned this, but apparently you don't need critical thinking while driving because we all listen to, you know, radio personalities, podcasts, audiobooks, music, things that enter the brain and that you're able to concentrate on. Um, and driving is, I think after a while becomes autonomous in your mind. You know, certain things that yes. you look out for. Well, my, my favorite thing about your trips are that I, for those of you who don't know, I give, <laughs> I give Joel shit all the time. This is he, fair. Uh, plans this a trip is to very uh, fair to, to give, uh, if he plans a trip to go see Izzy and, you know, doesn't, doesn't tell me so that I might also come have fun. But, uh, he, so the, this one, he texts me, he goes, Hey, I'm on my way back from Izzy's. Here's your heads up. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> I, I, I literally was, it was, I, it was a business trip. A, I was for a number of a reasons, business trip. it was, a, it, oh, it wow. was because we were, we were hashing out the last little bits. Of Listen, I know I, I'm not jig. involved. I, I apologize. It's not that you're not involved. I, I, I've it's overstepped just, my bounds. It's, <laughs> Hey, listen, I was building trays. I mean, who's, you, you, you know, were who's in got fact, time for you two? <laughs> building trays. <laughs> I, I literally said to Izzy on Friday night, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow morning? And then he's just like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to come up and do a thing. He's like, great. All right. Make sure you don't tell Mike. Make sure you don't tell Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and then it dawned on me after as he said, hey, did you tell Mike that you were here? <laughs> I said, yes. I did. I did. <laughs> Let's see. So uh, here is the text message. <laughs> what time of the day was it? Uh, yesterday, twelve forty-three p.m. Well, uh, hey, I had to run to Izzy's this morning. This is your heads up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, uh, I, the good news is I had only been there for an hour when I was reminded to mention it to you. No, listen, I, it's it's fine. I I have no problems with that whatsoever. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I got suckered in this weekend. So. Uh, my brother-in-law um, was ripping out the carpet in his upstairs and laying down hardwoods. So um, my sister calls me up. And How here's did the you move. not call in sick to that one? Well, here's the move. Um, my sister calls me and she goes, hey, um, I got bagels if you want to come over. Oh. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not eating bagels, but, you know, my family would. So, I, you know, shout out to the kid. Hey, guys, you want to go to, you know, Aunt Nikki's and get some bagels? Yeah, do do. Perfect. So we hop in the car, head over, and uh, go upstairs. And I'm like, where's the carpet? Oh, well, you know, we did the stairs, and you know, we're putting hardwoods down, and this and anything. He goes, it, and then he asked me, hey, how would you do this? And I'm like, okay, there we go. <laughs> and it's actually a good thing I was there, because where he was going to start from, he was going to have to undo everything he did and then start back over. But it's all like that click and lock down floor stuff. Like, it doesn't get, you know, yeah. attached. Loading. Which is awesome by the way that stuff is you know it just all clicks in and um the only problem is he's got like two closets uh a bunch of thresholds like it was just you know all this cutting in it, it, you know and then i'm sitting there i'm I'm shaping this stuff with a table saw and he's like dude is that safe i'm like no god don't ever do this but <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's what we got <laughs> yeah so i got uh so yeah and i have a giant there's a giant section of my knee that doesn't have skin on it right now 
So the, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite things these days is, have you seen the, the vinyl, uh, s- same idea, but they're vinyl now. And then you can, uh, they have a kind of interlocking sticky bit. And so you can drop them in, but you don't need to cut anything. You use a razor on them. And so you have oh, this yeah. f- floating vinyl. Well, they have, um, my, my father's looking at these floors. It's tile that's done like that. And yeah. you actually grout it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, yeah. Cause he was reminding me of that because we have a, we had a birthday party at my sister's today that I went to and he was reminding me of that as he was looking at the floors I laid the day before. He was like, good job. Don't forget. We got the kitchen coming up. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. How could I forget the kitchen? So, but I mean, what do you say? You can't say no to the guy that gave you life. <laughs> so speaking of which, did you guys hear the guy that sued his parents for having him? No, I did not. That's real. Is it really? Somebody's like, this life sucks. I didn't ask to be brought here and then sued his parents for having him without his permission. <laughs> Give that a minute. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You, you this, want to know why we can't have the, nice things. Was this in the, was this in the U.S.? I, I, I don't know. I read the headline and then I looked at some of it to make sure it was real. I was like, you know, what, what news source is this? And, you know, it was like some... Uh, Legit news. I think it was like like the Daily Wire or Daily Mail or one of those ones. The one in like, um, it's the last news thing I found that just reports facts. Like they have give you no opinions whatsoever. They're like, hey, X, Y, Z. And they stop. And then you have to kind of like figure things out yourself. If I had to guess, I'd say it was in Florida because all the dumb shit happens there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true, but yeah. usually they're not as sophisticated as that. Usually there's like, hey, we we had a hamster. We just didn't know where to put it. And then the idea occurred to me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like how the story where, starts. You know, when you when you have the uh, uh, woman arrested while shaving her vagina while driving, you know what state that happened in. Right. Yeah. Right. There's that's, no way around that. Yeah. That That's, by the way, that's, that's taking doing your makeup on the way to work to the next level. Just. Good for her. Ingenuity in this country is amazing. Good times. <laughs> so, Izzy? <laughs> These yeah. are generally the things that Izzy just kind of goes, oh, yeah. Jesus. It's some, something like that, but anyway. <laughs> something. Oh, it's so Izzy, what do you, what do you, Yeah, it's that. Well, while we're recording, when this goes live, it'll not be that anymore. Today is Cinco Tomato? Yeah, or something. Don't be darned. I have to find my Cinco de Mayo story, and I have to post it. Oh, yeah. So yesterday morning, I'm uh, at the gas station, and I check out, and I'm walking out, and the guy says, may the force be with you. And I'm like, that's got that's a good day right there when the clerk says, says, may the force be with you. And, of course, I posted about it on Instagram. And then later that day, Mike posted, may the fourth be with you. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, it's May 4th. I felt like a moron the rest of the day. <laughs> like, here I was thinking that this was a just a wonderful clerk, and I really liked him because he, you know, he was a Star Wars fan. And no, that wasn't it at all. He still got the same. He, he still did though. I mean, I mean, he yeah. He, yeah, he did. He, it, so he has points. He, he got some points, but he he got his nerd on, and <clears throat> and you appreciated it, which is good. Yep, I did. Yep. So you yep. you may not have gotten all that deep, but you you got close to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was my strategy for the good day, you know, for the good day ahead was just building off of that. And 
I had to quickly remind myself hope is not a strategy. So. <laughs> is that? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. It was, yeah. Well, you know. Anyway, that's that's thanks just to remember, you. Just remember, just remember, Izzy, a, a goal is just a dream with a date. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, that was awesome. It was a fun day. So I went home and went, and I, after Mike posted that, I was like, yeah, I'm going back to bed. This isn't going to get any better. <laughs> that's it. It's all over. So, and I woke up like an hour ago. <laughs> Can I just say that, uh, you know, you've made some pretty uh, dramatic life changes as of late. Yeah. Um, you, you know, the, uh, the, the, the smoking is, you know, we're almost, uh, either almost or past 90 days at this point. We're so past 90 days at this point. Yeah. yeah so we're past 90 days. Um, you made some diet changes yep. and, uh, just listening to you on the podcast, mm-hmm. like last week, well, like right now and the couple of weeks before, just the, the sound of your voice is different. You're, you're, yeah. you're not breathing as much as you were, and you look sexy as all get out that's the hair. as I'm sitting here staring at you. It's just the hair. That, that's also another big change. <laughs> you, you've got a mop on your head. Yeah. I don't know how much of a big change it is. I've been growing it now for two years. So Two years? Well, it looks... It looks yeah. good. I mean, well, you wear a hat I'm actually, all the time. I actually just had a discussion with my kids about taking it off because it's getting warm here, and hair and warm just really don't work. So it's probably true. Start over, do over. But yeah, I am. Yeah. Um, I am. On, You're doing pretty good. Why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, what on, exactly are you doing altogether? Uh, day four, I'm on of um, just watching back. You know, watching what I'm eating. I'm not doing anything. You know, I'm not doing any ketos or paleo or any of that crap i'm just eating right you know so i've eating lost snap peas for breakfast and i've lost it's got to be close to 11 pounds in four days but i'm just I'm just starting and i'm a heavy guy so i know it sounds like a lot but it you know i pooped that much on a sunday afternoon so it's not that much but um yeah so it's um you know i'm off to a good start i'm i'm, I'm waiting for when you start lifting weights again that'll be next week Oh, are, are you building any uh, Nautilus machines out of wood? Probably not. I'm probably just going to go get a you know membership over at the cheap place and go in the, go at night when yeah, no but I, there. I really want to see you build some Nautilus machines out of wood. <laughs> some Nautilus machines out of wood. Um, I did think about you know going out and cutting some trees down and building you know building like a man's gym in, in you know in here before I turn it into an official you know recording office. But um, yeah, who knows? It'd be kind of awesome where you just like toss logs around. That's kind of that was kind of the idea. I mean, I'm limited in what I can do because of my back. But I was going to ask about your back. Yeah, it's, it sucks. It seems it seems better though. You seem to have more days of, or at least you're doing less stuff to screw it up. Maybe maybe you're learn. I don't know. I don't want to. I'm just saying like like you haven't been because there have been times, right? <laughs> oh. I'm not even going to pronounce that. Yeah. You're welcome for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm I'm uh, medicated, buddy. <laughs> okay. That stuff is awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh. I, my surgery was. I had my surgery scheduled for May 10th, and I postponed it. I'm putting it putting it off for a few months, so I lose some pounds first and do a few other things before I, I get sliced open. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm at that age where I, you know, when I, I mean, I, you hear people talk about, hey, I'm never going to make it to 50 kind of crap. I truly believe that. I kind of treated my body that way. So, 
Now I'm looking at it like, oh crap, I'm going to make it past 50. I got to start. You're like, oh shit, 50's close. <laughs> I got to take care. If I, I still got to build a friggin' yeah, Ferris wheel. I got shit to do. Yeah. It's like, if I'm going to keep going with this thing, I better start doing something to take a little bit better care of my body. So no more, no more power lifting. Obviously that's out, but, um, you know, and I'm not looking to get buff. I just want to get, you know, I want to lose 150 pounds without having all the love rings to take care of afterwards. And, um, that's why I'm the working out part. So, yeah, that's what's going on. And I just want to have energy. You know, the older I get, the less energy I seem to be able to find. So, um, working on that too, which is, uh, interestingly enough, when you first start a diet, you don't, uh, when you, I shouldn't say diet, when you start change your eating habits and you start eating healthier, that everybody talks about all that great energy they have. It does not come in the first week or two. Your body, no. your body hates you. It's like, what the hell are you doing to me? Yeah, you're basically detein. I mean, yeah, I slept. I, I literally slept and carbs. fourteen hours straight after Joel left. I pretty much went to bed and I got up about ten, and then I went back to bed. You know, I mean, I woke up a little bit in between there, but my body's just like <laughs> right now. It's like, what are you doing, you asshole? <laughs> so, <laughs> but um. Yeah. So, so I'm going through that right now, but, uh, yeah, it's all good stuff. I mean, it's, it's to be expected. So I got to tell you a funny food story and this will help with the Cinco de Mayo, uh, Please. uh, festivities. But I, uh, I went to a new Mexican restaurant. It's not new. It's been around for a year or so, but it's in a, uh, I pass it going to almost daily picking up my father-in-law and they always seem busy. And I'm like, well, that's actually <clears throat> That's a really good sign because there are like around here, I don't know if it's the same up there, but there must be in 20 square miles, there must be 60 Mexican restaurants. It's just, it's every third restaurant is, is a Mexican place. I'd, right? I'd, be in deep, I'd be in deep dog new. So I went in there and, and it was nice and everybody was having a good time and the service was okay. Nothing crazy, but good. And, uh, and, uh, it's a, it's an old like original, um, uh, Wendy's. You remember when they had that, that kind of glass enclosure oh, yeah. on the front, the, 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 the veranda the promenade, yeah, the the prom- promenade. And so, uh, so I ordered four tacos and I like, I like good kind of authentic Mexican tacos, like corn tortillas and lime and little, little onion stuff. And so I ordered the beef cheek, the, um, the El Pastor with pineapple and the pork and, and, and sausage. And so I ordered chicharrones, which is the, the basically pork skins. Right. And it was the first thing I started to eat. But before that, I went up to the little taco bar and I got, they have these, these pickled onions. If you've ever seen the little toppings and things, they usually have the pickled onions with uh, carrots and radishes in them. And you kind of toss them on. And usually they're a little bit sweet, a little bit hot, and a little bit salty. And it's nice. Well, apparently these have been marinated in hell itself, <laughs> along with the chicharrones, which were apparently had a habanero tomatillo sauce on them. Jesus. And these are tacos you kind of roll because they're kind of small. They're like little five-inch, six-inch discs. And you shove them in your mouth as fast as you can because everything's going to fall at the back end. I took three giant bites and the amount of stuff that I added to the already uber hot version of this. And I did, they didn't warn me by the way, like, like if you get the carne 
it's just beef stray. It's nice. It's they have a good flavor, but they're not hot. And I, I, you want to talk about ring sting? There was a number of moments <laughs> in that meal that I regretted life. <laughs> I, I really want to talk about ring sting now. Right. <laughs> So be the first time I've heard that term. <laughs> so it was, it was just a moment where I went, huh, that was a unique experience. Of course, uh, the service could have been slightly faster on the beverage refills, but, and the baby wipes and the baby wipes. But yeah, I, I had a, uh, I had a, and it was, and it would just happen to be the very first, everything else was delicious. In fact, that had an amazing flavor when I could taste it. So it was, uh, I'm just, I'm not super big on the spicy. I like just enough spice. I'm not a guy that goes for like the, the, the nuclear flavors. So it, it was just, it was one of those funny things. I thought you two would enjoy me suffering and being in pain. <laughs> so. All I can think uh, of is that you're on a septic. Uh, I, my brain's going places. I just got to stop. I'm like, I'm not, no. not saying that. <clears throat> hey, we're on a show, Izzy. This is uh, yeah. talking is kind of what we're. Yeah, but doing I, here. I I put limits on myself. So I'm like, I yeah, don't blame not, you. We're not going there. <laughs> All right. So after after the show's over, we'll revisit this. <laughs> well, I didn't even get back to the part that was about four hours later. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we don't we don't need to discuss that. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, no, that's uh, that. By the way, if you just order that over and over every day, you'd give up eating anyway. It makes a fantastic diet. Uh, you just, it's like punching yourself in the face. When you say something stupid, you'll stop saying stupid things. So it's, it's just, uh, it's just an easy lesson to learn. Uh, but I will tell you that it won't dissuade me from trying new and interesting tacos. I'll tell you, there's a, uh, there's a place over by me that, uh, they serve every Tuesday. They have taco Tuesday, which is, you know, a thing. And, uh, dollar tacos, you can't order water. So I don't understand that because like you have to get a soda, and I've kind of given that up. So I get a soda that sits there empty. Like she goes, "What kind of soda do you want?" I go, "You pick." <laughs> like that, right? I'm like, and I would also like a water. So then she'll bring you out a water, but you have to get the soda. I'm like, I, "Why do you do this? Like, you're just wasting the soda, right?" So, um, but I get the ta- I get the tacos without tortillas. And when you ask for that, they don't know how to look at you. Right. <laughs> They're like, that's not a taco. Like, it's just, I'm like, yeah, just, she's like, what kind of tortillas? I'm like, no tortillas. She's like, what do you, I'm like, just, just the stuff. Put it in a pile in the middle of the plate. Yeah. That's it. You know, and I get that, you know, the, the, uh, um, what's the name of the one with the beef tongue and then some other stuff. God, this stuff is so good. Oh yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And they bring out these little things of salsa that make your mouth sweat and you're just like, oh. Yeah, I, I had the whole nose running, the whole eyebrow sweat. You know that where the eye, where where fan. the hair on your eyebrows. I gets... like the I like the sweat on the upper lip. That really kind of adds to the enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. It was that, that little that little that little trail of moist across the upper lip. It's uh. I'm a big fan. I I like heat if it adds flavor. I don't like uh, heat if it's there's no like I don't get that endorphin rush. And maybe it's years of drinking caffeinated beverages because I, I don't know, but it's just, I've never eaten something so hot where I said that feels great because mm. it doesn't. I, you know, my kryptonite is pizza. Like I've been, I've been, you know, cutting back on all the bullshit and like 
when I see pizza, I want to kill everything. Like I just, oh, I, I need that. I, I just, but uh, so I, you know, I started making pizza without bread, which is not pizza, but it's the best I can do. So, but um, Izzy, what's your favorite food? Um, yeah, you guys like, suck, man. I'm telling you, that's all I'm <laughs> There's uh, Izzy, you haven't put any restrictions on yourself other than the fact that you quantity, right? Like I mean, you're you're like cutting back on like caloric intake. I mean, like you're doing a. I'm doing fourteen hundred. Like, I'm doing fourteen hundred to fifteen hundred calories a day, basically. Okay. But I've also cut out almost all breads. I mean, no breads and basically right. no fine, no refined sugars. I do a lot. I do take um, give myself a tablespoon of honey to do what I want with every day. Um, hey, slow down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's not go too crazy. So, you know, sometimes I put it in my coffee if I want my coffee a little bit sweeter. Sometimes I'll put it with some uh, oatmeal and peanut butter in the morning to have a good slow-release carb throughout the day that isn't, you know, a ton of calories. And I'm talking like a small spoonful of peanut butter and some dry oats. Um, it tastes almost like a peanut butter no-bake cookie. So it's like my little sweet, my little, the little bit of sweet that I need to give me, to get me past that, you know, sugar craving thing. I will tell you one one quick thing. Margot bought uh, Atkins brand makes these amazing like caramel and and like they're like a Snickers imitation, but they're like almost zero carbs in them. They're actually fantastic. They're not they're yeah. not low on. Um, who was telling me about? It? Someone just told me about those the other day. I mean, like literally two days ago. And probably another buddy of mine, um, Jack Perry. He used to he owned the miter set. He so he recently sold the miter set. If you guys remember that, yeah. Um, he is taking soy. Uh, what the hell is it called? Soy something. It's a soylent green. Soy soylent. Soylent. Mm. Yeah, you just. Yeah, I think it's literally. Um, he said he lost like thirty pounds in the first you know ninety days or not ninety sixty days using that stuff and he at the first couple of weeks all i did was just drink the powder you know it was like a milk like a shake yeah. that you make and, yeah uh, that's soil and green and then yeah, he said which, afterwards which you is know, funny now, because do you guys know that do, do you know the movie no yes okay it's people it's it's people so like green yeah. is people i have no it's idea people. what you're talking about it, it's a dystopian yeah, it's, thing in any way the guy finally figures out that that the thing that they've been serving to the masses called soil like green is just the people that are dying they grind up and put back into the mix oh that's kind of gross it is kind of gross. it's a weird marketing approach for them but go go what i'm maybe it's maybe not enough people know the movie yeah i care uh so anyway i might try that but it's just you know i think i would miss chewing things so i'm not you know i'm not 100 percent on that but the vegetables are about to start popping out so those will be in my uh my daily routine no i didn't think you did vegetables Mm. yeah there's some i do um you know i don't know if you can call um um crap i'm losing it here today guys um like the split peas i like split peas you got to watch those though because they're a high they're starch ish so you got to watch out for those you eat the, they're a little sugary if you eat the husk with them that that kind of helps offset the the starch oh yeah um isn't it crazy here we are three grown men of i would say masculine qualities like we all do things fairly physical. We have personalities that, uh, that, that, that tend to lead others. I mean, I, and, and we do these things and here we are bitching like old women 
<laughs> in the food, and it's just this well, is we, this is we what, are also this is what all, forty plus. We are does also to all you. at the age where it really starts to matter. I mean, this is the time, like the age where our friends kind of start. We notice people start dying, you know, from yes. heart disease and from diabetes and from all these crazy things, cancers, you know. So it's like. You know, and granted, the most of us probably at our age have another 40 years if we're lucky. And, you know, you st- uh-huh. no way. You st- I start thinking about that. I'm like, I, I don't want to live that much longer because if I feel like this now, <laughs> I mean, where am I going to be then? I, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to I be, had a, I never want to live to be a nuisance to anybody. Did you guys so. have the whole death thoughts in the, in your thirties? Did you guys, did you guys like where, where, um, and I don't, I know, I have a lot of conversations like this. When you say death thoughts, what do you mean? So like, like in your, tw- in your teens and twenties, you don't think about death. Like that's not, that's not the case for me. Okay. Okay. For, for a lot of people, <laughs> I, I will say that I tried I think, to kill myself when I was a teenager. No, no, so no, 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 no. I don't, I don't mean it that way. I, I different. it's, uh, a, let's say unintentional death, right? Like the idea of getting old and aging isn't something in the forefront by the time you get to your 30s your mind kind of starts shifting over at least in our culture it does like it's it's not just me saying this it's there's a phenomenon of people thinking about uh their mortality when they get to their 30s anyway so i had and there were friends of ours that dropped dead at like 35 like all of a sudden those genetic heart things would pop up and like like or they would be obese or something was going wrong like the, in in like margo had a bunch of paramedic friends and i think two of them like dropped dead one day just like bam like from from like heart attacks at like 37 and so it was actually kind of a relief for me because i thought very heavily that if i can make it past my 30s then i'm going to have a fighting chance at at least having a heart attack that won't just straight up and kill me so it, those were the times when I started seeing the doctor regular and, and she said, well, you're a mess and you need to lose weight and your blood pressure's high. And I said, what do I pay you for? And she says, the good news. <laughs> I said, when do I get to hear that? She says, I don't know. Keep coming in. <laughs> so, so, and that's, and that's pretty much how it went. But, but it seemed to be for me, at least my big mortality thoughts, like of, 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 of learning that I am not superhuman started in my thirties in, in the idea that was, Oh, I have like friends that are like just dropping dead. You know, like, like we'll have a friend that have like breast cancer or somebody that all of a sudden, um, heart attack or, or somebody that just weird things happen in the thirties. And then, so now the forties, you've gotten maybe a little more used to that as we still have friends that are like all of a sudden there'll be a, there'll be a post on Facebook and like I have stage three cancer and be like, Jesus Christ, how old are you? Well, it's, you know, it's weird cause we're at the age now where when someone posts a picture with their father or their mother, you just think that they died. Right. You know, that's like, if you change your profile picture to include your parent, you're just like, Oh, you know, your, your initial reaction is oh, my, my condolences. I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. Yeah. But right. no, it's just, Hey, I had lunch with, with mom today. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to bury her already. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because I took on my way to Izzy's, I took my father-in-law Leverett who just turned 75 to see his mother who is 97 years old 
in, 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 uh, in Clemson, South Carolina and dropped them off and they watched the Kentucky Derby and I picked them back up and hung out with them for a little bit. And, and it's, it's really one of those funny things. He's 75. He still has a, at least three times a day, talks to his mom on the phone. Hmm. You know, the weird part, like I, when you talk about that, I haven't really experienced a lot of that stuff, like facing the mortality things. And I, I and it's maybe because I haven't slowed down really at all. Like that's, you know, my mind still seems to be pretty quick. Like I'm still, I still laugh at the word duty. Like I just, you know, like I'm not like, I feel, I still feel like a 12 year old boy for the most part. And like, like I started with, I started the gym with a couple of guys at the new job and we, they have a gym in like in the building. So we start going after work and we're doing like three or four days a week. And, and the first time we went to work out, like one of the guys, he, he goes, I'm actually, he goes, I thought we were going to have to carry you out of here. He goes, you are in surprisingly good shape for the way you look. You know, it's like, so it's just like, I just haven't, I haven't really gotten to the point where I slow down. Like I can still run a you know, mile, two miles. Like I do a hundred and something pushups a day. Like I'm just, you know, I'm not physically restrained by anything. Life doesn't hurt me. You know, like just there's, there's people my age that, um, from, you know, it's, it's gotta be luck cause I haven't done anything to earn any of this, but there's, you know, it, life looks like it hurts, you know, like to just, they're, they're always, you know, holding on to something and bitching about something. And, you know, I just don't have those problems. So I don't, I haven't really faced that yet. And I've had this conversation with my father, like, you know, when do you feel old? And he's like, I don't feel old. He's going to be 70 soon. You know, he's just, you know, he's like, if I stand on concrete for too long, my, my, you know, the back of my legs hurt like they didn't in the past. He goes, but you know, he still gets up at five in the morning, does whatever he does. And, you know, he's, he's still going all, you know, all the, he's out there running in the rain with the kids at my uh, niece's birthday today. That's awesome. Like he, yeah, he's just, you know, he's like, uh, you know, and I kind of look at him I'm like, you know, well, he's not really, I mean, he's old. I mean, he looks old. He's obviously, you know, looks older than he used to be, but he's out there horsing around, like spends a month in Florida. You know, he's, he's always going on vacations. He's taking my daughter to Ireland for her graduation. Like, you know, and I just, myself personally, I haven't gotten to the point where I feel like I can't do things. So that mortality thing, I just haven't really. It wasn't probably because I, I faced it pretty head on, you know, as a kid. And I don't I've think spent it was a lot of time going through those things, but I just don't. Uh, yeah, but you've been to the doctor. I mean, you've had plenty. Oh, you, yeah. You've had conditions that that warrant some so, so, some medical care. Oh yeah, and well, I tell you, I mean, I have to take medication every now and again. It's not a matter of ongoing of things. But. Feeling healthy, you just you're like oh. Well, death is a thing that's going to happen, mm-hmm. and I should probably make some plans. Yeah, see, I don't. I mean, like somebody, I remember somebody saying, so, you know, like they nobody wants to be, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, uh, you know, the party's going on, but you have to leave, because that's you know that's sort of the 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 thing that bothers most people about dying is all this stuff is still here behind them. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's sort of denotes your insignificance as a person <laughs> you know i mean like there'll be a sector of people that kind of like you um you know and, and and hold on to your memories for a while but you know 100 years from now no one will know who the hell you are you know what i mean it's just that it's just an unfortunate you know I, that that may not be the same in the social media world because you, you'll live on long after you're gone but um no he won't like my grandfather's father my grandfather's father was a prince in like jordan somewhere 
Like he's like a somebody, and I don't know shit about him, and my kids don't know a damn thing about him either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, he's a good guy. Came to this country, started a family, you know, started his own business. You know, he did all the right things, but like nobody knows that guy anymore. Yeah, that's not. Like, yeah, that's that's just part of existence. I mean, yeah. So I mean, but a, that's a thousand, yes, but I mean, I don't. A thousand the idea years of dying doesn't bother me at all. A thousand. Like, I don't, a thousand years is a fart in the wind when you really start thinking about it. A thousand years from oh, now, God, no one's even going to know who our you know and who our president was or and be very be very aware except for our lifestyle. Except for they'll probably blame us as the generation that really screwed up the earth. We'll probably get no. We'll probably get that notation, but um. You know, I don't, that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. You just make the best of life you can, do the best you can by your loved yeah. ones and move on. Yeah, that's basically the, uh, like, whether or not I die tomorrow or, like, four years from now or, you know, 50 years from now, like, the, my day is still the same tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, like, I don't, I mean, it might be different if somebody came to me and said, hey, uh, six months to live, by the way. Yeah, my you day know. would be well, a little bit different. Well, I mean, there'd be a lot more cocaine and other things I haven't tried, but, you know, I mean, like... <laughs> Outside of that, you know, I, I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't get up and go to work. I don't think, but I'm not sure. Uh, you know, my day is, it, my day is never predicated on is it going to be my last day? But whose is? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I always, yeah. I always hated that. Live every day like your last day, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, yeah. what a, what a, what a horrible way to live. <laughs> <laughs> be like, be yeah. like, uh, all the time I would be thinking, did, did I turn off the dryer? Yeah. Is there, should I have done? Yeah, trust should me, I if it was my last day, I wouldn't be out sweeping the shop or, you know, brushing my teeth or. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know. I could see my wife come home and go, why are there 30 hookers here? Be like, it's going to be my last day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you mowing the yard? I don't know. Yeah. Today's your, today, today might be your last yeah. day. I'm well, living I'm it like it's my last day. day. <laughs> right. I right. cashed in the 401k today. <laughs> people, people are like, I'm why living are you mad? my my days like they're the last and be like, because you don't have obligations. <laughs> no, I think it's, yeah. I think the older we get, the different we, the, we start thinking about that kind of thing, that stuff differently, the more experienced then the more we're exposed to it. We do, um, you know, from 2017, just prior to 2017, up until about, I guess about nine months ago. Um, I had a lot of people in my family, like more people than I've ever heard of anywhere we had 14 family members die some very close ones and that changed my perception of death i think a little bit throughout that experience i mean it was crazy it was like one person after the next was just croaking and you know some people you know and um that was a lot to go through and to and to swallow and to suck in that's one of the reasons why i wasn't on youtube as much in um last well, last year <clears throat> you know so I, don't, I think that your perception changes as you become more, I hate to use the word more accustomed to it, but you actually do become more accustomed to it the more you're exposed to it. So, um, yeah, death sucks, but it's part of it. You know, no one's getting out alive. So That's true. It actually, one of the things that I did, I do now differently, like with my children that I've never done before, is I actually, I talk to them quite frequently about, like, um, my young ones. You know, it's like, what, you know, in fact, I did this the other night. Um, I asked them what they appreciate about their mom, you know, or what they appreciate about their day or things like that. And I remember that discussion the other night. It's like, you know, what does mommy do for you that's really important and that you should be grateful for? You know, to kind of make them think about it and to think about the process of our daily lives and what we do throughout our throughout, throughout the, um, our routines. 
to be more grateful for the things that we, you know, the things that we have and the things that are important. And um, it's an interesting conversation with them because when I'm talking about, you know, what mommy does for them, because I want them to appreciate everybody in their lives and all the things that they do. And I tell them the things that I appreciate them about, about them and the things that they do. So they understand that I think about that. And it was kind of funny. I was talking to them about, you know, mommy, I was like, what, what are some of the things that mommy do that are really important and that we should be thankful for? And they sat there and they scratched their heads and Lucy, my little five-year-old, she pipes up and she goes, she, she cooks us food. I'm like, uh, more of a question than an answer. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's right. She, she makes dinner and, and breakfast. So we have food and we're healthy and we have energy and we can do our day. What else does she do? You know, and JJ was basically, you just repeating anything Lucy said, but it was one of those things that, you know, I just tried to keep going, get, try to get five or six things that they could think about. And then I, <laughs> then I said, what's something daddy does to help take care of the family? And I mean, these kids both jumped up without a beat at the exact same moment went work. <laughs> I was like, at that moment I was ready to like burn the shop down, quit everything, <laughs> you know, just be like, oh, that's, that's what I'm known for, huh? And it's true. I mean, I, I work a lot, but, um, you know, it was just those kind of things I think are important, um, not only for our kids, but for us to stop and take a moment and be grateful for the people in our lives. So, you know, to think about those things. That was interesting. That's a great, that's a great practice. Well, it was a practice that came from all the damn people around me dying because I'm like, you know, after that I had to stop and think about their lives and because it's kind of what you do and your experiences with them and what you appreciated about them and. Um, I figured I would just start that a little early while I'm still around and <laughs> my kids have a chance to, you know, to fully appreciate what goes on around them that might not quite be so visible unless you're, unless you're, you know, thinking about it. So, mm-hmm. so they've gotten really good at it. I, when I, um, when I asked them now, which is probably two or three times a week, I said, what, what is, what's mommy done this week for you? That was really you know, a nice thing. And they have, they have their, re- their answers ready. So they, they think about it now. So that's kind of a fun thing to see in them. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, we, again, we don't normally do this, but Billy um, over in the comment section. So for those of you who are listening, we do do this live on YouTube and there's a comment section there where people can comment and have conversations with themselves. But Billy just says new drinking game. Every time he says hookers or blow, you take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for lightening the mood, Billy. Appreciate that. So, um, I don't. Uh, first of all, that's generally Joel's thing. That's usually my thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I don't, I don't want to take that away from if you. We're going to target the drinking game. Let's make sure that we keep it, you know, proportional. Right. The uh, I will say this. Speaking of slow and quick deaths, did you guys watch the Derby at all? No. Do do you? But you know, I watched. I watched so few sporting events, I, let alone one. Are you talking about this, that? Are you talking about the ro- run for the roses? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. So so anyway, there was a there was a bit of a hubbub about who won, and in fact, the the one the for the first time in history, the the horse that crossed the finish line first did not win the race. It was disqualified because it left its lane. Oh, no and you're like, do, do horses have lanes? And apparently <laughs> the answer is unless there is, unless there's, you're able to move, you can't just slide over because it basically boxes in other, because you have to think about it. Let's say they're all going 40 miles an hour. 
Well, the one that wins is going 40.1 miles an hour. So there's not a lot of room to maneuver around and do things. So, so yeah, so that was a, that was actually kind of fun to, to see that happen. People got a little pissy and, uh, and there was a lot of money lost because it went to a long shot a 65 to one, one, the Kentucky Derby versus the, I, th- I want to say the favorited one was like a four to one, uh, uh, or a f- five to one. I think it was something like <laughs> because of a judge's decision that about $9 million was lost. Jesus. Right. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, well, I've, wouldn't I've that watched, be fun? I've watched six seconds of that in my lifetime. Yeah. Which I, was probably the right amount. I like horse racing. I think it's fun. If have you ever been to a horse, have you ever been to a track? My grandfather used to take us all the time as kids. Um, so yeah, we used to go to off track betting. Uh, there was this place called Vernon Downs in upstate New York where they used to race the ponies, as he called sure. them. And uh, being around that made me probably the saddest I've ever been because the humanity up there is just, I mean, God, you know, people who are like, you know, professional gamblers, they're, they're, you know, they're a certain way. Yes. And then, you know, the way they treat the horses and it's just, you kind of, I'm not a big animal rights advocate, but you know, I mean, like there's just some things you look at and you're like, nah, it's a little bit outside of the, you know, what's cool. Um, but then take into account also. Like the people up there, it's just, you know, they're chain it is, smoking. It is it's an just, amazing, like ugh. the very few places in this world, can you find every level of society um, from just kind of the nastiest to the guys in suits, you know, the, even in, even in not famous races, you know, these horses cost tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars to raise and train. And so they're, they're. This is a way for stables to make money. And so, so there's people there with money and there are people there who do this kind of as their gig for, for betting on things with, you know, they have their sheets out and they've been studying the horses and it's a, it's a very weird experience to be there because there are plenty. And then there's just the normal crowd that's there to watch the races. Uh, look at the pretty horses go by. So it's, it's a very strange atmosphere. (laughs) Oh yeah. Well, in my, you know, I mean, my family's all degenerates anyway. So they, um, you know, they, they have, uh, they used to sit in the really nice booths, you know, up in the, uh, in the stands, you know, whatever that would be like boxes nowadays. Yeah. And so. Mm. Yeah, no, I, it was fun. I took Margo, uh, very early on when we were dating to, uh, in, in Kentucky to, uh, to a track and it was there. I realized that Margo doesn't need to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Margo, Margo really likes the ponies. Yeah. So we well, have, we haven't been it, back. It can be addicting, <laughs> but yeah, it's no, that, that experience of the whole thing just, uh, meh. I never got gambling. I never did understand it or understand the addiction to it, but I, I know it's there. I know it exists, you know, but it's like going to, um, casinos and, you know, especially up in the UP where there's not much else to do. So I see just people get really into it and I'm like, all right, literally that casino only has to pay out 6%. You know, so your chances of winning are exactly that 6%. <laughs> That's not a real good, I'm not giving you a dollar in hopes that I'll make a dollar and six cents back. Sorry. It's not, it's, you know, and I'm, I'm only six of people out of a hundred are going to get that. It's not going to happen. And it's less than that because they, they build those up and 
So really your chance of winning is so small. It's just, it's foolishness to me. Here, take my money so I can pull this lever and watch some things turn. Doesn't That's sense. pretty much it. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean it's, Mar- it's not, Margo it's not and I different than going to see a movie. Yeah. Margo and I occasionally, we literally put X number of dollars in our pocket and say, and that's, you know, you know to be this fair, is, this I, is it. To be fair, I don't get sports either, you know? So, I mean, you know, you got to remember where this information is coming from. I'm like, they're throwing a ball down the field, they're catching it, and everybody tries to jump on the dude with the ball. Okay. That's it. <laughs> so, you know, or the my, your basketball, which is even more confusing. And then there's baseball. And I know, you know what's, people love this stuff and they love to watch it. And I understand having passion about something, but I'm just like, I, again, they throw a ball really fast. They hit it with a stick. A bunch of guys try and catch it and then throw the ball back at the guy that hit the ball in the first place to stop him. I, I have other things I could do with my time. So. That's, that's true. I, I well, can understand I, that. You know, it's funny because like there's the guys I work with will break my balls because they like I work with a bunch of, you know, it's a male industry and, you know, some of the guys in there are young and they know, you know, like the, we had the golf tournament on Friday here in town that we all went to and, um, not a lot of tackling in golf. No, well, it depends on, you know, depends on the day. Right. Um, but I mean, and you know, they know all the baseball players and they know all the, you know, they know all the sports teams and they watch the NFL draft when it comes on and. You know, they're like, you know, who's your favorite team? And they said, I'm like, I don't watch sports. And like, you don't watch. I'm like, if you had a gun to my kids' heads, I couldn't name five people in the NBA right now. Yeah. Like, there's just, well, I, I just, you know, and they're like, who, you know, and they kind of give me this little weird look. And I'm like, yeah, well, there's a reason that, like, when your computer breaks or you need something built or something fixed or, you know, uh, that you call me and you don't do it yourself because you spend all of your spare time <laughs> looking at the TV. Right. You know, while I'm doing all this other bullshit that, you know, I consider useful, you know, you're sort of wasting your time with that shit. So, yeah. And I mean, uh, um, you know, that it is what it is. But listen, I, at the same time, like I, like when Apple announces a new phone, like I watch that on the, on the internet. So like, I, you know, we all have our thing. Right. Um, so, you know, I'm not trying to judge, but it's like, uh, cause you know, people are like, well, you know, like Apple's having an event and like I block off from, you know, from 11 to (laughs) one. Oh, and they're like, what are you you're doing? a big I'm nerd. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm watching the Apple event. They're like, you're watching the whole thing? I'm like, the whole thing? Like, yeah. Yeah, so. that's like me watching things about glue. I can't not watch anything that has to do with different types of glues. Um, but that being said, you know, I look at I look at um, our structure. Look at the structure for society and look how, you know, sports people are revered and, and how they're compensated for what they do. Granted, these are very skilled, very amazing people. But they're not worth $100 million a year when the people teaching my children the fut- our future. I mean, that's literally the future of humanity. And we're teaching, they're, they're making what, 35, 40, 50 grand a year? Come on. There's, that's fundamentally broken at its core. And then we wonder, what's wrong with their country? I'm like, going, uh, we, we spend my, more money uh, on sports wants- than we do on education? I don't know. I, I my, uh, it's funny because my daughter once she was I think probably seven or eight at the time um, she said you know she said teachers need to make more money and uh, I was like you know well, why, why is that honey she's like well if you want to be like you know a, a lawyer or a doctor or the president you have to go to a teacher and I was like Wow, that's pretty wise for a seven-year-old child. <laughs> like, was, I like your daughter. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. like shit. I never really thought about that. Like, yeah, I guess you got to learn that stuff. Yeah, and that's the you know that's the other. I think that's probably my biggest complaint about everything. We keep taking all this money away from education and putting it other places. You know, and it's just like, well, 
when you have a society that's not educated, it's a much easier society to control. So from a management standpoint, that makes a lot of sense to me. Mm. I'd like to see him teach more trades. Um, I, I, there, I don't think that there's, um, you know, we've spent, that's, that's, there was a lot of, that's going to happen. There was a lot of time that, that, that like going to high school, um, you know, wood shop and, and sort of all that stuff is kind of gone. I mean, you know, now it's computer technologies and other things like that, but, um, you know, just learning trades like that, that was always looked down on. Like if you had, there was a class in upstate New York called BOCES and, uh, you know, BOCES was synonymous with like special needs people, you know, for reasons that, you know, no, it was like people that couldn't go to college would go to BOCES and learn to weld or something like that. You know, and it was like, you know, when you're a kid, that's kind of funny to, you know, to play along with that. But then as you get older, you're like, well, yeah, I mean, if you were, if, if like the kid I went to high school with graduated, um, went to go be a welder. He's probably making bank right now, and he knows how to do shit. You know what I mean? It's like, um, and and yet, like in high school, we just sort of looked down at it. We had the wrong attitude toward those type of things. Isn't it? Isn't it funny? Because like all through the eighties, the nineties, I don't think as much in the seventies, but definitely starting in the seventies. Um, you know, the whole thought of the the thing you reach for is the college education at the end. You know, instead of. It, like everything is preparatory for that getting into college and I'm, I'm fine with, I went to college twice. I failed both times. Uh, and, but the fact is nowadays welders are making, you know, starting salaries at 40,000 for fairly low level jobs. If you're pretty good in your starting out, uh, or you can pass a perfect test, it might be $50,000. If you're an experienced welder in a specialized field, you can start out in a new job or you can get into a job that's 60,000 a year or higher with fairly decent benefits and the same with plumbing and pipe fitters oh, and boat yards, right you know, now. boat yards will hire a welder that's got four years experience starting at 72,000 a year. If you work, if you want to work in a boat yard, that's right now. Yeah. That's, that's our country does things really uniquely. We typically have to get to crisis to a precipice point before we change anything. We basically yeah, we're, we have more, to get more reaction than yeah than we're rea- we're a reactionary country we have to be punched in the face and stomped on before we get up and say ow that hurt and then make the change so I mean that's gonna I mean we're headed that direction all the baby boomers are retiring you know the Gen Xers are all about are going to be all retiring in the next ten years twenty years there's not going to be anybody left so it's going there's going to be this huge push and what's going to happen is the skilled trades are going to be better as well paid or if not better paid than college trade than the typical college trades that's going to happen in the next 10 to 15 to 20 years that's it it's speaking just, speaking of which you know we're we're kind of in a ha- well michael attests to this we're in a housing crisis right now where there just aren't enough houses on the market and it's not for lack of of product it's simply because there aren't enough companies left from the recession that all those guys retired forced retirement granted or they didn't really retire. They, they did other things. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, we, we had a really close friend of our, uh, uh, family who was, you know, he, he used to do fencing like, you know, wrought iron fences, wood fences. He had a really good business going for a while. And then like just, you know, with 2007, 2008 hit, he just stopped. Like there was no work, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm business folded up he had to go do other things um you know but he just and and you know he got a job doing other stuff and he just doesn't want to get back into that that world you know it's that, that's yeah, the, the, you're looking at an example of what happened to the in me 
Oh, yeah. I was running a very successful furniture company. And if that had that happened, there's a very good chance I would still be doing that. But instead, I, you know, I went, I'm not, okay, I'm not doing this. And I stopped and I, I was fortunate I came out on top of that one, which was sheer dumb luck and a lot of hard work, I think, a, a mixture of the two. And, um, you know, here I am, you know, what, 11 years later, and I don't want to go back to, I don't want to own a furniture company. Right. I never want to live that life again. I, I'm quite fine making a few videos a month and, you know, doing the, doing the consulting thing a little bit on the side and, you know, talking to my plants. I'm good with this. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, yeah, I mean, that's, if you wanted, I honestly, if you were, uh, if you could scrape up some talented people in at least in my area and you put a crew together and you were a general contractor or even a specialized subcontractor here, if you could you could you could make so much money same here and you'd be working 80 hours a week but you would be bringing in bank probably ten thousand dollars a week you could do, in profit you could do the same thing here if you could find people that would actually show up to work on time they right. wouldn't even have to be that talented, just be slightly motivated and then show up when they say they're going to show up and you could have a successful business. So that's, you know, yeah. so, but that's, that's another challenge now. I mean, finding people that actually will work and I don't, and I'm not talking about rock star workers. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the Maggie's you of got, the world. You got to find, you got to find <laughs> so, immigrants. You know, I'm just, you got to find immigrants. They, they actually believe in the American dream and they work their ass off to get it. So, like, <laughs> you know, know. The, uh, our country's got a sense of entitlement that it's just supposed to come to them. You know, they, uh, it's funny that you say that. And I know, and I'm not, I'm not dissing any, any generation of people, but in the, in the, in the industrial environment, the manufacturing environment, it's very prevalent. We see that like, you know, 20 years ago, even 10 years ago, you go in and work with the crew and you say, Hey, I'm here to help make your lives easier. And this is how we're going to do it. And I want your feedback. You tell me what the problem is and we'll help you fix that. It was a whole different conversation than it is now. Because if you say, tell me what the problem is now, it's the owners of this companies are stupid. They don't know what they're doing. Instead of, hey, this mm -hmm. machine, this machine could be better if we did this, or if we move this material over here, this could be faster. It, it's it's a you know you don't you don't ask what you can do better anymore because it's a complaint fest. You know, it's like I've been here six months. Why am I not running this company now? So you know, I'm like, uh, yeah, we're not talking about this. So <laughs> and then. <laughs> You know, my, I, I shut them up. My, my method for shutting people up is I, I'm a show me guy. I want to believe you, and, but you're going to have to show me. Prove to me that you can build more pieces than anybody else on that factory floor, and I'll believe you, but don't tell me you can. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, here, I mean, you know, we, uh, you know, I was, I was a manager for years. Um, you know, I mean, and you get to the point where you're just like, uh, you know, I, I always, when people start bitching, I go, hey, look, there's other places. You know, I mean, like that's, that's, there's just, you know, there, there's things that are going to be sort of inherently wrong with anywhere you work and, you know, you, you deal with that and you kind of move on, right? It's just, uh, it's no different than anything in the world. Nothing's perfect, right? It's just, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta figure out, okay, this is, I mean, the thing is you gotta figure out what, what bothers you. I mean, the last company I worked for, everything there was wrong. So it was like, you know, in, in, but yeah, I just made the decision, Hey, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. I've given up. I've, I've spent a year trying to, to, you know, uncluster this place and and it's just they keep you know they they keep making things harder for themselves so it's just time to move on right yeah. so it, it was uh um but yeah i mean it, you know there's other places hey listen you got all the answers go start your own company you know and then oh you're not gonna do that all right well then shut up and get back in your chair like the, <laughs> i mean I don't, you know it's like 
that's the thing. And, and for me, you know, the, there's other places was sort of my thing. All right, well, hey, there's other places. I'll go find one. It's time to move on. You know, just, uh, you know, I, but I didn't, you know, I, I bitch at, at home and, and you know, I, I talked to my old manager about ways to, you know, improve things, but I never bitched to everybody around me. Like, what good does that do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, <clears throat> I don't know. We could go on forever about this crap, but. um. Wait, well, I have, I have a complaint. <laughs> Please. <laughs> is it about the podcast? Because no, 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 I'm fine with the podcast. Oh, yeah, it's, I don't. Our human I don't resources look. department is probably a little bit behind. Uh, no, I'm I'm tired of restoration videos on YouTube. At some point, every suggestion on my YouTube feed now is somebody restoring something. I'm tired of YouTube videos on YouTube. I, I made that decision this week. <laughs> you're, you're, you just yeah, I what, just like what do you want? I, I've I've gotten to the point where like. You know, we were talking the last couple of weeks. We're talking about, you know, hey, oh, you need to watch this guy and this guy. And, this guy. and I go on there and I start watching. I'm like, everything is so goddamn formulaic now. Like, it's just nobody. That's the thing I like about Izzy. He turns on the camera. He has something to say. Sometimes there's a topic. Sometimes there's not. But he's going to show you something cool. Um, you're going to get a little bit of his process. Understand kind of where he was when you're walking through it. And then you're kind of moving on. You know, it's like the, and the video's over. You don't owe him anything. He doesn't owe you anything. You got what you came for. You know, it's like everybody else. It's like, I'm, I'm, you, you got a seven minute video. I got a minute of ads that I got to sit through. Um, you know, I got, and then I got a, you know, I got a, I, I got a 20, 30 seconds worth of, you got to click, you got to subscribe. Um, don't forget to hit the bell, you know, uh, check out my website. We sell this product on there. It's like, I'm just, I'm tired of YouTube videos on YouTube. I mean, it's basically, I mean, that, that's, that's sort of, you know, I don't want to go to YouTube to then go to your website to then go to something else to then go to. I want to be on YouTube so I can watch YouTube. Like I, the guy on CBS doesn't go, hey, and by the way, go to this website and you know click on this. It's like I, I'm, no, I'm on CBS right now. Like this is what I'm doing. The remote's all the way over there. I'm not. I'm not interchanging the channel. So yeah. just show me what you want and let's that's, get it over with. I that's, I don't want to owe you anything when I'm done. I I don't want it. I just I, I you, wanted to you, see you ran with my on. complaint. Let me take it back yes. for a second. That's it. I, I, there are so many people that are doing restorations now. I I can't tell you how many. Th There's not going to be anything left to restore when my children are old. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Then, then, then they're going to get. Then the video is going to go to nothing too, uh, ever again will distressing. Rust. Right. Yeah, then, true. then, then there'll be a whole wave of distressing videos that comes out. <laughs> you have a guy walking around with a chain beating a piece of furniture. Right. And be like, oh, okay. So I guess we're gonna get two years of this, and then, uh, you know, I think we should all make guitars. I I know a group that's doing that. <laughs> just, I think it's guitar time. Stop I'm just it, saying. you guys. This is. I I think we're just turning into three old men. So far, we're bitching no, about God diet no. that's and health funny. and what we don't like and the world these days and those kids. Oh my God! It's the old man episode. Oh no, I don't think it's not kids these days. I think that that's been the case for every generation along the way because. My grandfather used to say it. My father used to say it. Now I say it. Like everybody, everybody thinks they're better than the group that came before him, and we're all doing the same dumb shit. Yeah. Well. So nobody dies a virgin. Life screws us all. 
Wow. Wow. <laughs> and, and there we have it. And it, <laughs> you can be a B-hole hero. <laughs> so now that I hope you feel inspired yeah. after this episode. And then yes. on top of that, well, you know, <laughs> stop worrying about no one gets out alive. <laughs> you know, two quotes for that. Yeah. So. Hey, by the way, um, <laughs> you're going to die a miserable death all alone. <laughs> yeah. D- death and taxes, just, people. That's what just, we're trying to tell you. Uh, death and taxes. I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. You're going to die alone and it's going to be miserable. So. Yeah. Welcome. So, I hope everybody had a good time tonight. But and and if you're lucky, you'll pull a hammy on a ski slope along the oh, way. Oh God, I don't know, it, Gary. I feel so bad that you a went up to the top of the hill and b came down so horribly. <laughs> Both of those things mm. tire me out. Yes. <laughs> Wow, that's a there's a lot going right? on there. We're gonna name this this episode "Bitch Fest." Why wow, we didn't bitch about anything? We had we had a three minute rant at the end. We had a lot of really good content in the middle. I just don't remember any of it, so I'm gonna have to go back and listen before I can name this one. So, uh, by the way, for those of you listening to this, I actually have to do that from time to time. Go back and listen to the show that we just recorded the night before because I don't remember what the hell we talked about. So. It all comes back to me. Or something. Well, hey, let's uh, let's wrap this up because, you know, reasons. And uh, I think it's about time to... Oh, can I suggest a title for this episode? No. Okay. Go on. What's your title? A Satchel of Richards. Yes. Okay. I want to say one thing before we shut down here because I don't want to end Please. on that rant note. <laughs> you know, I live... I have a very beautiful life and I forget that sometimes, but my life is beautiful because of you guys and my family and everybody out there in the, who's listening, who take part in this amazing community that we're forging and share their passion. So thank you guys so very much for making my life beautiful. Yeah. Except Jim. What is he said? Except Jim. (laughs) Except Jim. (laughs) Well, the funny part is there's like three of them in the chat right now. So they're all going, me? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, what? So, yeah, you guys figure it out. You know which one it is. <laughs> you know who we're talking about. No, you know I, don't. No, I don't. Get better, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, listen, guys. Uh, I don't know what just happened. I'm sure you do though. Tell them where we can, uh, where they can go and buy our merch. <laughs> hey guys, after we're done here, go check out our website. And then we'll check out our website. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Listen, if you go to our website, it's only to listen. You don't have to buy anything there. You're not forced. There's no subscribe button. But subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't, and, and hit that bell to get the notifications. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Speaking of websites, can I plug myself real quick? I, before we go, I don't know this if is that's a PG, allowed on the air. This is uh, a PG TV show. Ma- Maker's Playground is about to launch, guys. Um, we've been working hard on that, and I'm super proud of the way that's turning out. We have a really cool app for it and website Sorry, and all that stuff. So, and guys, it's free. There is a paid platform if you want to help out, but it's not. It's absolutely you know up to you guys. But I would definitely say check it out because we're going to have a lot of really cool folks over there sharing some cool projects and having a lot of fun. And it's again, it is free. For everyone, we should be. Do you? Uh, just out of curiosity, do you have anybody that that does um, instructional tray videos? 
<laughs> no, but we should do a whole class on that right we here at Maker's I'm Playground. Just, I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering if Maker's Playground wants to sponsor the 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 uh, the Laffy Tray phenomenon. We should do that. Hey, look. We Listen, should set a whole. You, we should set a whole weekend aside for making trays. That would be awesome. Tray. If it's you tray time. If you do that, <laughs> if you could distress a few, I will restore them and put a You'll YouTube restore video them. up. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's tray time with Mike Laffey. Right on. That's right a, on. Yeah, actually, I'll. You I, know what, Mike? I'll put you on the schedule. I mean, we have one class every six weeks now, and I let that be one of them. So. Oh, it's tray time. Let's do it. Heck let's yeah, talk. let's do that. We'll, uh, That'd be awesome. <laughs> we're gonna talk about. Uh, miters and butt joints because <laughs> i'm not really skilled in my tray making either yeah i can i can so, show you guys also a whole like 10 different tricks for making perfect miters without even having to think about it so we'll do that yeah why don't you make a video on that since uh you and the uh the clinkspore guys are done talking about sandpaper oh god that was an amazing the conversation virgins, I, the I literally want to sit Clinkspor. down with him on a cup of comfort like with a glass of sherry and a monocle and a top hat and just Literally talk about sanding for two hours straight. I mean, that there's so much information there. It's scary. Live stream? So. You should do a live stream. That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe we'll do that at Maker's Playground. Yeah. We got we have that option now. We've got all that stuff over there. So I'm super excited about it. Anyway. I don't hate the idea. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, Mike, you were saying? Hey, guys. Go to our website. Yeah. <laughs> click, click subscribe and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. <laughs> and check out our check out the merch on our website. Um, at the swag shop. At the swag shop or something. Something. <laughs> so, no, uh, listen, guys, uh, we are active on social media at uh, Maybe Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I don't know, just send us messages if you want to say thanks. Uh, we don't really need your feedback, but we do appreciate it. And uh, if you got comments or questions or things you want to have us talk about on the show, uh, we are happy to hear those things. And then consider them and then move on. So, um, but uh, you can also go to the uh, website uh, just for, I don't want you to, there's no subscribe button. Uh, we don't have a newsletter, but there is a maker link section. So um, all of the makers that have uh, submitted information as far as their Instagram pages, uh, YouTube, it's basically a content creator's orgy um, basically happening over there. So if you go to our website, maybe I said too much, uh, click on maker links. Um, everybody that we know that has some type of content system um, is slowly being added to that. So it's a big sort of amalgamation of awesome. Uh, so head on over to that stuff. It's a pool. Um, it's a pool of molasses. We, yes, we're going to do river tables next week, and uh, <laughs> we're going to. <laughs> I hope I'm not the only one we're that gonna, got that. <laughs> we're going to do river tables, mid-century modern river tables next week. Oh, oh stab me in the heart! S sign up. We're gonna we're gonna reclaim all of it from IKEA parts. Uh, <laughs> the bastardization where you were going right in. In my mind, so. I'm saying, stay strong, Izzy. Stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> One last quote quote for the night. You never know how hey, next, strong you next, are until you have to be strong. Next week, we turn on the webcam and you just see Izzy's feet dangling because he hung himself <laughs> from the rafters. <laughs> We're like, Izzy, got anything to add? And you just hear, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so. All right, guys. Hey, great talk tonight. <laughs> and uh, for those of you, uh, episode 99 coming up here soon, guys. Uh, so don't be afraid to tune in. I'm sure we won't say much for that one either. Uh, but until then, <laughs> we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Ciao. Bye, everybody. <laughs>